today we're talking about the new changes in conforming loan limits. Let's get into it. All right, hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you again for joining us, and we have basically the the best loan officer here in Tucson, I would say. Thank right? you. And Sienna Cormier. Yes. I say Cormier. Uh, and she is the senior loan officer with Guild Mortgage. That's true. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming here and explaining all this stuff because it sounds boring to most people. And s let's be honest, our job is boring. <laughs> and we have to kind of explain all of these complicated things to to everyone who wants to buy a house, right? So I don't um, think it's boring, though. I think it's quite well, it's quite fun. There's just is. a lot to it, and there's a lot of jargon that can sometimes fly over people's heads. Right, right. So, like, the topic... And that's Louis, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Louis, <laughs> Louis will be interjecting um, a, as needed <laughs> with his expertise, or her, her expertise, expertise, I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. sorry. I just met her today. So. <laughs> um, okay, so... Now, with the different loan types, we do have some changes in the max amount that can be borrowed, right? That's right. Okay, so can you explain like what those are in, in the different loan types yeah. for, for us? For sure. Okay. So we've got um, conventional loan limits, and the new conventional conforming loan limit for most areas is going to be 726200 Seven yeah, seven hundred twenty-six thousand two hundred, right? Yeah, is that yeah. how you say that? Uh -huh. That's, uh, I yeah. don't know why I was having a hard time. <laughs> I do numbers for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we swear she is a, a loan officer, so yeah. I do know how to read numbers most of the time. Yeah. We'll put her in MLS number at the bottom just so you can check that out to be sure. That's true. <laughs> um, and so that's for a single unit, single family home. Okay. Uh, they do go up from there. If there's, if it's a duplex, a three unit, or a four unit, there's different uh, thresholds for that as okay. well. Okay. And I do see Alaska and Hawaii have different um, limits. Is that just because they're more expensive, or what's the deal with that? Do you, do you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, it would be because they're more expensive to live, okay. um, and I think the cost of living is more expensive. So what you get for that same loan amount, I, I think. I don't know. I guess I would have to do some more research about Alaska. Hawaii, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Alaska, that's, um, I would imagine maybe it's because of the land. I don't know. Okay. It's a good question. Yeah, because you're not buying, like, less than an acre lot there. It's probably multiple acres that you're buying in Alaska. If anybody's interested, <laughs> leave comments, and we'll do a whole podcast on it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you probably know a lender there that you can send people to. For sure. To, yeah, so. absolutely. And, and we definitely know a real estate agent, so. Um, if you are interested in those areas, we can send you that, uh, some good people, good professionals uh, down in that area. So, um, okay, so we have loan limits for conventional. That was conventional. Right. And FHA, which is the Federal Housing Administration government backed loan, mm -hmm. also increased their. They limits. did. Okay. So they increased theirs to $472,030, and that's for Pima County. Oh. Different counties do have different limits. Hmm. Um, I think that's for Pima County. I would have to <laughs> double check. Yeah. Because um, they just changed. So it's like committing them to memory this quickly yeah. is I typically write them down on a sticky note and put it on my <laughs> computer so that I can remember what they are for sure. the first couple of months. Um, but yeah, I want to say that's the new limit for FHA for Pima County. Okay. And certain areas have different, um, just like 
yeah. Hawaii and Alaska, oh, sure. but it's also sure. different counties. Okay, okay. And then the, the Veterans Affairs Loan, the VA loan commonly called, and the USDA, um, which is the United States Department of Agriculture. <laughs> I had to get there. I had to get through the whole <laughs> alphabet soup you for did that great. one. Thank you. I'm glad you did that instead of me. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. just kidding. <laughs> and, and, and those are, are not affected. Right. right. So, I mean... They, they do come into play, especially with VA, like the conforming loan limit comes into play, but it doesn't mean that that's the max VA loan amount. So there's okay. a whole calculation for that. Yeah. I think mostly like the big change though was to FHA and conventional loan limits because they went up a lot in comparison to how they normally go up year over year. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, and did, did a credit score also change with those, or did they stay the same? Credit scores, for now, have stayed the same. There's okay. been a couple of other changes, but the, honestly, those kind of changes aren't necessarily year-over-year changes. They're just random a lot a lot of the times. Well, based on meetings, I guess, that they have, and then they come up with their <laughs> sure. with the new guidelines and regulations. So. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, and I know with the FHA, that's a pretty powerful loan for a lot of first-time buyers right for sure so they can <coughs> basically get a house with only three and a half percent down mm-hmm. uh, minimum and there are also um, income limits correct there are yeah wait for which one for, for FHA sorry I got distracted <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like don't pee Louie <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's putting in her two cents she is saying. Uh, so there are uh, income limits to the federally backed I'll rephrase Oh, it smells. I, <laughs> it, smells it smells a little. A little yeah, <laughs> it's a little gassy. She'll hold it. Sorry. Where's the blooper reel? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I can. It wasn't me. <laughs> Someone light a candle. Pungent. Yeah. <laughs> She's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our last podcast had candles for that what reason. What was the question? I'm afraid I won't even be able to answer it. I know. Um, and, and there are. Uh, there are income limits for FHA? federally backed, yeah. Like restrictions. Uh, income limits. I, don't I think th- there's income. Income I don't limits. Think there is. Oh, there's income limits for down payment three percent conventional yes. because yes. that's a Fannie Mae and Freddie right. Mac. Okay. Right. So the AMI I won't even changes. Go there. Okay. I okay. Go there. I was like, um, yes. Wait. Hold on. Fuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to get to how this would affect uh, like an everyday home buyer, sure. right? Because now that we had so much increase in pricing during the, the pandemic, like everyone wanted a house, it seems like, because their needs changed and equity shot up, prices shot up. Uh, so how do these changes help within that equation? For sure. So with a conventional buyer, obviously they can get a larger loan amount without having to go jumbo or without having to split it into doing like a first and a second to get a lower down payment. So that's really helpful for conventional loan or conventional buyers. Um, It helps them just avoid jumbo loans and or be able to finance more than what they could before. Um, With FHA, I think it has a bigger impact or maybe not i mean it's probably equal but you because the jump up when let me start over okay yeah 
Do you want me to re-ask that question? I don't know or if I need to restart the whole thing. Yeah. How, how far? Just from just FHA? Yeah. Just okay. So with FHA loan limits, those going up really helped the FHA buyers because they were at, I want to say, like three-something. And so an FHA buyer may just have a lower credit score but have plenty of money. Mm-hmm. And so they maybe they don't qualify for a conventional loan or it doesn't make sense to be in a conventional loan, but then they were capped at that uh, loan amount. Yeah. So now this opening up allows, with home prices going up a little bit more as well, helps an FHA buyer be able to finance more without having to go conventional and get, you know, have be at a disadvantage for that. Okay. Okay. And I know that that's why it's important to talk to a professional lender who knows this stuff and and can actually walk you through each of these loan types that might fit you best and and fit your needs best. Absolutely. And, and so why would, why would they not want to go to a jumbo loan? Like why Um, would you want to avoid or, or, you know, if, if you maybe reach the limit of that, that loan that they just increased, why would you might want to avoid a jumbo over, like the max limit of one of those other types of loans? You know, it just kind of depends on the market at the time. So sometimes jumbo rates are not as favorable. And when you're borrowing a higher amount, then that can impact you more greatly, right? Sure. Um, Or maybe you don't have a large enough down payment and jumbo is going to require a bigger down payment. There's a lot of hoops to go through with jumbo loans as well. Yeah. Because it's a high loan amount, there's a lot of risk factors. So there's a lot of... Um, overlays that are kind of, well, not overlays, but there's just restrictions that are placed on or max limits to where you may not fit into the box for a jumbo loan. Gotcha. And so if you don't fit into that box for a jumbo loan, um, and then we do a first with a second, it, you know, that that's a whole nother loan that you're having to pay, which isn't a bad thing. I do it all the time for certain borrowers. It makes a lot of sense, but having, it just allows more flexibility and more options for a buyer. Okay, so that when you say first and the second, that you're saying that to avoid the jumbo loan, you're doing one loan. Conforming loan, yeah. Okay, w- one like standard conventional. conventional loan, and then a second conventional loan. A second a second lien, which w- it wouldn't be a second conventional loan, it would okay. be more like a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan that would be placed in second position behind the conforming mortgage. Okay. Interesting. So that this, again, why you would talk to a professional about this, uh, because I'm not licensed as a realtor to, to really talk about these things in in depth. And that's why you, you would need to talk to, you know, one of your realtors, I think can usually has a few really good lenders in their back pocket. Um, and we always actively seek out the, the good lenders to sort of have so we can have a good experience for our clients. And have the knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Have someone to rely on that can answer those questions and that can find the answers and give you an educated answer and not just a, a, a thought or okay, an right. assumption. Right, yeah. That, that's what I give when it comes to <laughs> loans. Uh, not to houses, but to loans. As long as you, so. you disclaim it that way, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a licensed lender. I'm a licensed realtor. I don't know. This is what I know yeah. based on my <laughs> experience, but maybe it's not true. Check with her. Right, exactly, exactly. I know I can talk minimally on that, but I make sure with, of course, yes. the, the Cena Cormiers of this world. 
So or just me. Yeah, or, <laughs> or just Sienna. <laughs> um, and then I quickly I wanted to kind of go over some of these facts. Just the FHA credit score, uh, five eighty is the minimum, right? So we can actually go as low as five forty. Oh, okay. Interesting. And and do you have to have a larger down payment than a three and a half? Yeah, you okay. do. Because so it's a higher risk loan, basically. Super high point. risk, yeah. Okay. Um, because if you're thinking about somebody who has a 540 credit score, they've probably done some damage to their credit to get it at a 540. Yeah. And yeah. so that being said, there are some extra requirements. And one of those things is it's a lot more favorable when you have a 10% down payment. And I know we require a 10% down payment under... I think it's 560. Okay, okay. And then you can go as little as 3% with a conventional loan, mm -hmm. and that is usually backed by Freddie or Fannie, right? Um, and those are the, the basically loan servicers. Wouldn't is, yeah. is that pretty much what they They're, are? Um, what is the word for it? Um, I'm not going to be able to come up with it in this moment. Yeah. But they're the... Uh, Investor. Yeah, they're the money behind the loan. Right. And and they're they're the ones who will carry the loan for the life of the loan at three percent, right? Right. Yeah, it's not going to be like Bank of America or Wells Fargo. They're not going to pick up those loans. Those are the servicers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I got those straight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, six twenty right is the minimum score for the conventional 3%. 620 would be really tough to do okay. for a conventional loan, to be honest. So it'd be um, a higher interest rate at that point and if it can, higher yeah, risk Yeah, if it'll, if it'll work. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't put anyone in a conventional loan under a 640 okay. unless it made sense, unless there was no other options. Like, I wouldn't say never, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, chances are it's probably not the best fit. Yeah. And with that's where the FHA loan limits rising comes into play because somebody who has a 620 yeah. is going to be in a far better position with an FHA mortgage than they would with a conventional. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So this is why, again, we, these are so personalized. These loans seem so personalized depending on the scenario and their situation, right? It's not just like uh, one loan type fits all. Sort right. Of thing. Right. Never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every single loan is custom. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like the more I learn about that, the more I realize it's it's we can't we have to talk in more generalized terms because we can't be specific. It's it's all on an individual. I think the worst question I get or the question I hate answering the most is what are rates today? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your credit at? How much yeah. do you make? Yeah. yeah. Like what kind of down payment? <laughs> yeah. What's our purchase price? Yeah. There's yeah. so many factors that go into it. Yeah. And, and when you're under 20% on pretty much any of these loans, we have something called PMI. Mortgage insurance. Mortgage insurance. And we're going to talk about that next. We so are. stay tuned for that. And we'll see you in the next one. Okay. Bye. Cool. Is that a good segue? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That was that ran a little long, but we'll I'll trim it down. <laughs> Is that one still on? Yeah. I feel like I have a hair like across my face. Can you see it or no? I shouldn't be able to see my hair. Is that lighting okay? Yikes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's bright. No, it's not okay. <laughs> Tom walked by and was like, oh my god. Tom did? Yeah. <laughs> did he leave already?
but he likes me. <laughs> that is true. But honestly, this dog, like, people who don't like dogs love her. Yeah. She's like, adorable. Look at her. She's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I know. I know. <laughs> and I, I bet it'll be cute. Was it cute with her walking around on the table? Because she was, like, taking up most of the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then her little In the shot, the yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me do one more. You ready to do one more? Yeah. Do you want to go over that real quick? No, I'm good. Okay. I, I went over it. I mean, did you look at You didn't look at it. I haven't read it. Yet. I think I just needed... Um, if I prompt you with, like... The questions, it's yeah. fine. I just... Let me look at it. You're right. Okay. So this other information, I just that's under the conventional. We're yeah, we're we're just studying for the next one, yeah. Well, how's, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a great kid. Uh, that's a sweetie. Oh yes, I, I got salty ears. Yes, I got salty ears. <laughs> My goodness, how old? I guess she's like sixteen weeks. I calculated her um her birthday. Did you buy her? Or I did. did. I bought her when I was in California for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. I love oh her so much. I'll so between the things here, real quick. Yeah. I, I, um, Tell me. Sit? Yeah. Go ahead. Minutes. Yeah. yeah. Let me do a coffee. Oh, I got a chew toy. <laughs> <laughs> They're for you. Um, yeah. Scott. There's no way he's qualifying for 325 with his current income. Okay. Um, I have him at 325, and his DTI is at a 76 percent. So, I. Uh, Can he qualify for like two? Maybe. Um, so we found out. Okay. He's going to family to see if they can. He's got a hundred, so it's three ninety six. Okay. And between two ninety six. Okay. He said he might be able to see if he can get some more money from the. Um, or maybe a co-borrower. Mm. Well, that might grant him some more money because he's retired. But she has retirement income, right? Does she live here? Right now. She's um she's out last year. Oh. Last year she lived out in Reno with like a beautiful home and workshop and all that stuff. And built a pad and still didn't pay us. We had to pull money out of the gas tank. Mm. So um she has a huge um or she has a estate that each one of them are getting a third of it. He's like $15,000 of closing costs, so that's going to be this year's wow. cost, okay? Let me work through this deal, right? Wait, $15,000 they are offering? $15,000 offering, by the way. Okay. Uh, Will you through. send me the property with Hi those baby. details? As soon as I can, I can get it. Okay. Um, 
Where's that at? Oh. Well, it's just north of Glen Park. Okay. So um, I'm thinking, seriously, because if he's telling the truth, he bothers me. I mean, who wouldn't bother him? I'm hoping it doesn't maybe change before it blows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So I'm assuming, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm assuming since he has a portfolio, that that might have a significant personal issue. Yeah, but it's, it would still have to be. I would have to meet the conforming guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> Which we just went over. I had a client and he would be like, I want to know what the box is. <laughs> like what the, wh- I want to know the edges of my box so I can figure out how to play inside of it. And I was like, I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what is the issue with him? It's just the income? I mean, yeah, his income, he's, well, one, he's not actually even currently employed yet. Like, he hasn't started with the Home Depot. And then this other, I can't use both incomes because it just, unless I can get a verification of employment from the job where he was a janitor, PE teacher, and everything, all of the above, where he has separate, but I don't even think that that would. You have to have a history of working two jobs in order to use a second job's income. So if he had a year of history of doing it, then it, we could potentially. He has excellent credit, literally no liabilities. Um, but that also kind of hurts us when we're talking about qualifying because his housing ratio is his back-end ratio. And then we can't, I can't bring that all the way up to 50. So like his total DTI number can't be at 50. It's gonna have to be at like maybe 45. Um, so. But the cosigner would probably be there. A cosigner could help with giving him some more income. I mean, but his income <laughs> is less than what that mortgage payment would be. You know what I mean? So that's where he definitely needs a whole nother set of income. And then how's he going to make the payment, actually? $15,000. Well, no MI, so it won't be. I don't know. I'll I'll run it. I'll run it. Does she fart again? Yeah. (laughs) I think she has to poop, but I don't want to put her down. That's why. That's why I didn't want to put it. No, I know. Woof. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't me, Tom. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 I I used the pad earlier, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got it over there now. Yeah, she got a shit. Thank you, Sticky Bottom. I'll go take her in the bathroom and put the pad down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I do when we're out. You got to, um, I could go do it now, actually. Let me go yeah. do it now, and then maybe she'll, go get, to potty. she'll get less poopy. Yeah, what's, uh, what, right what food are you? I don't want her to sit on the carpet. What food yeah, are you giving her? You have the best aim all the time. So. 
She's still learning. Kind of like you, Joe, when you're drinking. I'm trying. Ah. I'm, lear- I'm still learning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. No, you're good. It's from all those old phone pads. Um, was that who you just showed, Tom? Huh? Is that yeah. who you just showed? No. Out up there in the yeah, garden? Yeah, I think we're done. We got another one more box, right? Three more boxes? Yeah. Yeah, he was wondering about it tonight, and if you can't, it's okay. I'll just tell him you can't, okay? His family just wants to see it before they go out there on, on the porch. Okay. He likes it a lot. The key, the key is, is the lending with him. He's got a hundred thousand. Um, he's got like eight twenty credit. Um, he just moved here from Florida. He was a principal, um, but now he's looking for, he's got two new jobs, and he doesn't want to teach because his kids are brain dead, so he's working at Home Depot and then at an education company, right? And, um, but he has his mother here who could co-sign on the loan, and she's got an inheritance that would give him enough money to pay back the principal, right? So he's, tr- he's trying to work all that out. Does the rest of it work?
Okay, so what was your question? Basically, what does that do with numbers if you have a cosigner? Well, a cosigner would help give you more income to where it would help you qualify for the payment price or the payment amount. Is there a number in mind that that works with? It's basically then, you know, if I'm going 100 down and there are two of us with a cosigner, you're trying to get a $300,000 loan still, but does that Well, yeah, because we have more income, right? right? So right now your income with your, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's, it wouldn't even cover a mortgage payment at $100,000 down. So that's why we need more income. I, I'm, and I'm not in front of my computer right now and I didn't finish getting all the way through because I know where we wanted to be. So I need to look at the numbers more before I can give you actually any more detailed information. Yeah, um, yeah, I understand that. But, uh, yeah, with a co-signer or co-borrower, it would definitely help you with qualifying because that would, I mean, provided they have enough income and not too many liabilities, it's going to hurt you, right? What if it is a, uh, the person I'm thinking of, and I have no idea if this is going to work, <laughs> not, um, but what if the person is a retired person and does not any longer work? They just have that money. But what kind of income do they have? Like, do they have retirement income, social security, yeah, think, pension? Yeah, like that. Yeah. So there's income. That's what we're looking for. So it doesn't matter if they're employed, but as long as they have income. Right. Okay. And what about uh, their assets? You know, say somebody has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Uh huh. You know, and they're. Um, that's what I asked Tom before too. Is what if you come up with another hundred thousand dollars that is loaned to you outside of? on the mortgage application is do you have a family member you know that's helping with this so yeah you wouldn't we, it wouldn't be able to be a loan because that's going to impact your debt to income ratio so right. any money that you 
get for down payment, we would want it to be considered a gift or at least have a letter signed that states that it's a gift. What you do outside of that, um, I don't know about, I don't care, but gotcha. as far as I'm concerned, we would want it to be a gift, if that makes sense. No, totally understood. Um, and I know you're not in front of your computer, but do you have any ballpark idea? Let's say you are able to get that gift of 100000 now you have 200000 down. Any idea what a monthly payment looks like at that point? I don't. I'm sorry. I, okay. I really, I, it's hard for me to give, like, rough estimates because sometimes I'm, like, what I think in my mind is not, I just prefer to have the actual numbers in front of me. Nope. Um, understood. So, and I'll, I'll work on that. I'll probably work on it. I'm going back to the office after I film this podcast, um, provided we get out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, uh, yeah, so I can, I can look that up tonight and let you know. Oh, that'd be great. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. And I did send you that closing agreement. Did you receive that email? I've actually been here in Tom's office, so I, I saw it come through my email, but I haven't looked at it yet. It looks like it did go through. Okay, good. Um, All right, well, don't freak out either because I know this is uh, long shot is not the word, I, the phrase I want to use, but um, that that house I fell in love with, and man, uh, we saw one. The second one we saw was fourteen hundred square feet. I hated it, and it was still three fifty nine. Yeah, I know. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> so. Tom said this is a great house, so I'm I I, I want to do what I can to let you know what it's going to take to get into it. Keep talking about that, though. All right, perfect. Thanks. You Appreciate got it, Scott. Okay. No problem. Talk to you right. soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put you down. <laughs> you <laughs> shit all over <laughs> yeah. She doesn't shed. She doesn't shed. Which no, is nice. She shit all over no, she said in the bathroom. Big shit. The bathroom stinks. If but you pick me up, I might shit all over you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to let you guys do that stuff. Okay, cool. Some stuff and go. Um, give me an old on what he needs to do or what you need to do. I do. Okay? Yes. I know. I know. I, I think, I mean, if there's if there's another couple hundred thousand to play with, like if Did he, he can. Did he say he had another 200? No, he said it, he's got someone who has 300,000 in the bank. So yeah, we'll see. I can I can tell you how much of a down payment it's gonna take to have him qualify for that. Um, that cosine makes the most sense to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, but also think about how is he gonna afford that payment? Like, yeah, he'll have a cosigner. We can get him into the house. But then you're right. Like, well, the bank's got all the that's equity. Not, yeah, yeah. That's. That's up to him, though, to figure out, right? Cause he yeah. Well, up to him and his mom. Where did I put our bones? Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Oh, oh, the bones right there. No, the bone. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I put it back there. Oh, the bone. You put a bone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But <laughs> yeah. Do I'm you? Not my shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, let me know. Yeah. Um, what 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 you gotta do? She is. She is so yeah. stinking cute. So she's part. She's a no. She's a King Charles Cavalier and a mini poodle. King Charles Cavalier. Yeah. How long did it take you to get her? Um, next day. I I was in California and I just was like, I want one, and I was like, if I can get one anywhere, is gonna be here on Thanksgiving Day. I made one phone call to like a puppy like hotline type of place, and I didn't realize that's what it was. 
And then my daughter found this guy on Instagram and DM'd him, and he was like, yeah, I have two Cavapoos right now, and sent us the pictures, and I was like, done. And he was in Silicon Valley, and he, he happened to be flying to LAX the very next day, the Friday after Thanksgiving. And so we, I met him at the airport at baggage claim, and we <laughs> wow. did a little exchange, and cool. now we have Louie. <laughs> What's her name? Louie. Louie. And I carry her around in that Louie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, she's so, oh, she's amazing. I absolutely adore her. All right, well, I'm going to go get my stuff done at work on. Wait, is there anything? Just keep me in the loop on that for yeah. now? Okay, thanks. Cool. Thanks, Tom. Okay, thank you, Joe. I'm not good, but you can go. I'll give you a Okay, yeah. <laughs> and this one we should be able to do pretty quick. I can knock this out. I just like moving around. Yeah. Okay. And plus, like, I don't really want you to be here too long. I came in, you know, no bones and uh, go longer than it needs to go, but whatever. That's what editing is for. You feel okay on that? Yeah, no. I think so. Okay. (laughs) 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 Turn around so your butt's not in the camera. (laughs) (laughs) The brown eye. It's just up there. She's all backing it up. I know. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we are talking about the difference between mortgage insurance. Should I? No, I, I should just say. We're just talking the about difference mortgage, mortgage insurance. Yeah. We're just, or what we're is just mortgage talking insurance? about mortgage insurance and okay, the different yeah. kinds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Today we're talking about what is mortgage insurance. Let's get into it. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. We have Sienna Cormier with us, Hello. the Senior Mortgage Loan Officer with Guild Mortgage That's here in right. Tucson. Uh, she's a fantastic loan officer. And thank you. so we are talking about mortgage insurance. Uh, there are ways to avoid mortgage insurance, and sometimes you have to have mortgage insurance. That's true. Uh, can you explain just the basics and what mortgage insurance is? Sure. So um, most people think they have to put down. Well, not most people. A lot of first-time yeah. home buyers, especially first-time assume buyers. that they can't buy a house unless they have a twenty percent down payment. Well, mortgage insurance comes into play in lieu of having a twenty percent down payment. Um, so it's basically insurance for the lender that if you're if there's not a ton of equity if you're not putting a lot of your own skin in the game that we are covered to allow you to have a lesser down payment like we were talking about in the last podcast where yeah. you can do three three and a half five percent down ten percent fifteen percent um that allows you to do lower down payment while still be able to get financing okay so it's it's kind of uh the lender's way of protecting themselves and when there isn't that much cushion in between the value of the house compared to the loan given. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's, that's kind of the basics to that. Okay. I think I, I think I understand that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now the jargon that we use in the industry is PMI, which mm-hmm. is private mortgage insurance. And is that provided through another institution or is that like, does Guild Mortgage have that, or, or where is that provided Yeah, from? so there's different PMI providers. So PMI is specific to conventional loans, 
MIP is specific to FHA loans. Gotcha. So there's the private mortgage insurance, and that would be done through a third-party company. Basically, all they do is mortgage insurance. Okay. Um, and then the MIP yep. for FHA, it's standard, and okay. that's an FHA mortgage insurance. Okay. Okay. So you say when we talk about 20% and you know the the sort of buying myth of having to have 20% um, which you don't need to have <laughs> you do not need to have to buy a home uh, now we have the that that 20% number what does what does that mean to a lender like what that that seems to be like a threshold number though across lending practices is she peeing? she's being <laughs> you just peed. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'll get you some. She just peed, literally. She had a big pee into the bathroom. <laughs> that was rude. She's like, oh, there's paper. Yeah, there's paper I can go on. Do you have, like, a wipe, too? I can do it. Excellent. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is not, not anything different, really. <laughs> Wet it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's already on my pants. It's fine. It dries. Just um, question. So why is that twenty percent such a magic number though, Andrew? I don't know how I can answer that. Well, you could just say it's the threshold to where that insurance doesn't need mortgage to exist. insurance comes into play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So why does that twenty percent? Why is that the magic number <laughs> that we hear all the time? So that's that's the magic number to where. Bless you. <laughs> to where mortgage insurance is not required on conventional loans is if there's a 20% down payment or 20% or 80% loan to value. Okay. And that's not just for conventional, right? Is that for FHA? Or well, FHA always has mortgage insurance. Okay. So that's why I specifically said conventional because yep. FHA, an FHA loan's going to always have mortgage insurance, at least at the time of origination. Okay. And that's because it's a government-backed loan? Is that the reason? I, I mean, that, I, I don't... I guess we can assume I, yeah. why. <laughs> okay. I, it's just it's, it's the requirements that are part of getting an FHA loan. Um, gotcha. It's on there for the life of the loan. Okay, okay. So if you have an, an FHA to start, and let's say I've been in my home for three years, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm, I, I'm actually at my 20% threshold because I've been overpaying and, and paying my uh, equity down, the principal down. Um, equity down is not the right way of saying it, but my principal down Building and gaining equity. equity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what can I do? if I'm beyond that 20% threshold and I'm in either a conventional or an FHA? 
So with or a any other loan type. Yeah. So with a conventional, um, the mortgage insurance will automatically drop off once you hit 78% of your original loan to value. So okay. the original purchase price. Okay. Um, if you've been making your payments for at least two years, we allow you to call us and ask if you can get your mortgage insurance removed if your value's gone up to where you think you're now below that 78% threshold okay. of the new value. Gotcha. But that would entail making at least two years of payments and most likely some type of appraisal, whether that's a drive-by appraisal or a desktop appraisal, appraisal where an appraiser doesn't necessarily go out to the house. Yeah. Um, but we are going to want some kind of proof yeah. to eliminate mortgage insurance, but that's conventional specific. Okay. For FHA, in order for mortgage insurance to automatically fall off of the loan, you would have to have put down 10% to begin with. Oh, okay. So in that case, mortgage insurance will typically go away after about 11 years. Okay. Gotcha. And th that's just per the payment schedule. Right. Right. Okay. And the other option would be to refinance. So yeah. if you're in a FHA loan and you want to get rid of mortgage insurance, it may actually be beneficial to refinance into a conventional loan, even if the interest rate is a little bit higher or higher, period. Yeah. Because you get rid of mortgage insurance, which is going to make room in that payment. So a higher interest rate could still be a lower payment. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So... The, the simple answer is like you could refi out of it or uh, it could automatically potentially dr just drop off. Should we have her stop so that it's not making noise? Or is it cute? What do you think? It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. Uh, so we could, we could either refi out of it or we could wait and it will eventually fall off, especially in a conventional. Right. It will eventually fall off because there's a limit a limited amount of time before yeah. it falls off. So okay. I always say, you know, if you have questions about it, call your lender, call me, and I can run the numbers and let you know if it makes sense to refinance or if it makes sense to wait or if we call in servicing and see if we do a check on your value and get it removed. So, yeah. But with FHA, it's not going away unless you've put down 10% or you refinance out of it. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so there are with those different loan types, different stipulations that right. you have to meet. And okay, well, and I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so <laughs> with FHA, there's also the upfront mortgage insurance premium. Okay. And that is rolled most of the time. I mean, almost every time. I don't even know if I can think of a loan that I've ever done where they haven't financed in the upfront mortgage insurance. Yeah. But there's also upfront mortgage insurance that's on there. So that gets rolled in and then you have the monthly well it's an annual yeah <laughs> mip but right, right. it is you know broken down into a monthly payment okay. um and it's fixed so it's a set amount every fha loan has the same amount or the percentage of mortgage insurance if you put down five percent on an fha loan it does reduce the monthly or the annual mip yeah but um which in turn reduces your monthly MIP, sure. but it's not significant. Okay, okay, and and now we're saying MIP, which is mortgage insurance premium, and then PMI, which is private mortgage insurance. I'll, re I'll restate that. <laughs> uh, so now we have MIP, which you were just talking about, which is mortgage insurance premium, mm -hmm. and then we have the PMI, which is private mortgage insurance. 
that's ostensibly the same thing, right? Just attached to a different loan type? Yeah, the private mortgage insurance is a third party private mortgage insurance company specific to conventional financing. Oh, okay, and then MIP would be for uh, any government backed. Well, for loan. FHA loan. Yeah, FHA, yeah, yeah. Specific. Uh, is that included in VA as well? No. Okay, they have a different. VA only has a VA upfront funding fee, but they do not have a monthly um, mortgage uh, insurance premium. Okay, okay. Well, that's handy to know. And I know and USDA has their own one too. I can't think of what it's called. Just though. because they're different government departments, mm -hmm. they have different. So they're, they're, the mortgage insurance is specific to the government. And, and those are both upfront fees, the VA and USDA are upfront fees. USDA also has a, yeah, upfront okay. fee. Wow, interesting. Mm -hmm. Learning something new every day. Yeah. Um, and then we have um, MPI, which I I added in here. That this is. I so took it out because I yeah. was like, what's MPI? What's MPI? <laughs> yeah, I know, this is this is actually an insurance that it's, uh, it's to help you if you miss payments or you get unemployed, it will actually cover. I gotcha. Yeah, which uh, is a whole separate deal away from what we do. Right, it's totally separate. It would yeah. be completely done by like a third party person that sells insurance yeah. to help protect against emergencies or yeah. life events, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like a death in the family sort of thing and all of a sudden income is lost, then you get covered with this separate insurance. So that's something that we don't deal with. Um, however, it is out there as a it's an option as an extra safety net if you're interested and can't afford it. Reach out to your <laughs> financial advisor because yeah. they can probably recommend you. I know I have a guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone that like New York Life, who we're yes. not affiliated with, or you know, <laughs> another life insurance company could could probably hook you up with for that. sure. So, all right, well, thank you, Sienna. I appreciate you being on you're the program welcome. and and illuminating us on all these. We didn't talk about terms. really the difference oh. with conventional. Do you want to go over? Mortgage insurance, though, because conventional mortgage insurance isn't set. But I guess we don't have to. We can stay superficial. Okay, it's fine. Was that superficial enough? No, oh. it's fine, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think, did I do the sign-off okay? You didn't I do it because I cut you off. Oh. You want to do it again? We'll see you on the next one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I know you need to get the floor, so yeah. I'll, I wanted to cut this one for you anyway. Okay.